Support the men and women of the Heightened Crimes Investigation Unit today by visiting patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. In the criminal justice system, crimes committed by or against superpowered individuals are considered especially problematic. In Edmonton, Canada, the dedicated detectives who investigate these strange felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Heightened Crimes Investigation Unit. These are their stories. These are the Terrible Warriors. Hey, terrible viewers, we're back! I'm Derek Bart from Chasing the Muse, and I'm your Games Master for this evening. For this, our game of Mutant City Blues. Da 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 da. I don't know, trying for a Law and Order sting there. <laughs> and joining me are our terrible police officers of the Heightened Crimes Investigations Unit of the Edmonton Police Service. To my left, Jesse playing Cled O'Malley, Aniac. Dear Lord. Shane Fitzgerald of Circuit 42 old for this shit, playing Detective Floyd Morrow. <laughs> nice. Uh, Will Mitchell playing uh, Special Constable Upbumped to uh, Detective Amos Richardson. Cameron Dunn of Viral Outbreak Gaming playing Paul Payne, Spider Cop. <laughs> oh my god, that's beautiful. That's that's like the name of a movie right there. Paul Payne, <laughs> Spider Cop. <laughs> and you... And as we bring it in, our detectives are at the crime scene of the murder of Dr. Stanley McDougall, a surgeon for an unnamed downtown Edmonton hospital. Is there an Edmonton General? I haven't had to go to the hospital much around here. I think so. I also have not We're going to call it Edmonton General. There's always a something local general uh, who's affiliated with the uh, mutant studying think tank called the Quaid Institute. And to summarize the information you have right now, he is a relatively good health. Uh, he is in relatively good health for a man in his early to mid forties, except for the fact that he has apparently a cocaine addiction. And he flew out a window and landed on a car. Cocaine's a beautiful drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let, let's go with that. I've known people who did cocaine, and it did not go well for them. He's perfectly fine, except for being a cokehead and, you know, dead. <laughs> Where do you go from here? Ready. To be fair, the coke didn't kill him. Mm, true, true. At least so far as we know. <laughs> Unless, uh, yeah. The fall didn't kill him either. It was definitely the landing that did that job. <laughs> yeah, so that it's never stop. the fall, it's the sudden stop. Uh, okay. Sorry, hey. I kind of stepped on that for you. Oh, that's so. all good. Um, just looking at our uh, skills here, I suppose it's not a time to bust out my forensic anthropology. Um, and we know who he is, so I don't need to fingerprint him. I think we just need to get him off the car and off the street and into an autopsy proper. Uh, and then we should check out his apartment. Okay, so uh, you guys can just let the coroner go at him. Exactly, yeah. Okay. The, coroner at the, him. the coroner will peel him off the car yeah. and do the job of taking him to the morgue for you. Exactly, and we'll head up to the apartment. Excellent. So he lives on a fifth on the fifth floor. He's got a very nice three bedroom apartment. Ooh, okay. The kind a doctor can afford. The kind a doctor can afford in Clairview for some reason. Oh, yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so yeah, like immediately, I, I, uh, okay. I assume that it's already been cordoned off. Yeah. The first thing you notice is the place looks like it's been tossed. Great. Um. And at this point, I'm going to look at your investigation skills. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Shane, it looks like you have the highest evidence collection. 
Okay. So now um, you get basic information for having the investigative skill, and then you have the option of spending additional points if you want to try and gain extra information from the crime scene. Um, keep in mind that these po- that this specific pool of points is what you will have for this game. Ooh, okay. It regenerates at the end of a- each investigation. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> I think for now then, I'll stick with the basic information. Okay. Basic information. This place has been tossed professionally. Someone who knew what they were doing and was looking for something. Um, this is not some guy lost his keys. Or um, some guy had a fight with his wife. This is... This is like... They were sent to this is like... The, somebody like took a knife to the couch cushions. The Ooh. bed has been flipped over and checked. Um, someone's pulled out every drawer. There are cl- there's clothing everywhere. They, um, there's melted ice cream on the floor because they pulled everything out of the freezer. Okay. That's either really bad meat or really good cheese that you smell. I would know. (laughs) (laughs) No, you have analytical taste, not smell. They're so close to each other, but yes. Uh, Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Somebody did a number on this place. Okay. Um, And this building, he doesn't have many neighbors. Uh, Like, they're, like, downstairs neighbors. But this is one of the pla- one of those buildings where it's like maybe four apartments on the top floor kind of thing. Oh, okay, because they're a little bit nicer and bigger. Yeah. And... Uh, so I have an ability called electrical surveillance. Would I be able to see if there's like any like any bugs around? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, like you uh, let me just think. I actually hadn't taken that skill into account, so I'm just mm-hmm. uh, thinking if there is. Um... And also, is there any electronics here? Yes, there are. They, okay, so they, they weren't necessarily looking for something on a hard drive. No, he's got a like a expensive plasma TV that's been hauled off the wall and just kind of smashed on the ground, uh, obviously by someone trying to see if there was anything behind it on the wall. Did, did they unplug anything? Most of everything. It, everything that they needed to move out of the way to check has been unplugged. But like, like all the cables in the back of the TV, nobody unplugged them, they just... Hold it right off the wall. Yeah. Okay, so, like, whatever they're looking for, it probably is not a, some sort of electronics. It must be physical. But his electronics still could tell us something. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, you, don't fi- um, you don't find any, like, surveillance bugs. Okay. Um, but it does look like someone bugged his phone. Oh, okay. Uh, right, it's, not a, it's not, like, a professional-grade thing. It's, like... Something you could probably buy at the, um, at like a gray market radio shack kind of thing. There's an instructable for this. Exactly. Okay. It, it's not, like, this isn't like a government issue bug. This right. is literally just something that someone might have put together from spare parts on the internet. Oh, okay. Um, the crazy X level of... The crazy hours. X level. Exactly. Go. Okay. Huh. All right. Uh, can I take a peek at that, then? Sort of look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like it was pretty much, like I said, just put together from, okay. uh, like, you know oh, this, okay. but you've got yeah. electronic surveillance. Um, you've worked with uh, with various kind of bugs before, and you've, you've taken courses okay. where you've actually, like, they've demonstrated different kind of bugs to you. Um, and this, this is definitely pretty much, like Will said, like an instructable kind of thing. Okay. What's the broadcast range on it? Like, where would you receive the data? Like, so you have to be in the hall with your phone? Like, uh, yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe one of the neighbors or the landlord did this. Ooh. 
that because whoever put this bug probably hurt. Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, I, I'm sorry. There was one other bit of detail in, in keeping it lied with our forgetting the important bits last. Um, <laughs> Saving them to last. His balcony has a big hole in the uh, in the glass window. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a person-sized hole. More well. Probably originally person size, then, you know, glass does, once glass you break it, kind of yeah, fall yeah. apart. Yeah. Cool. But a person could fit through it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to immediately okay. check. Did somebody blow out or in? Because I, like uh, I, I believe one of in. you has uh, has anamorphology. Uh, I have a little bit. Like, a little, little bit. I, I think yeah. you're the only one who does. Oh. Um do you also... I think you also have uh, energy residue analysis. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. Yes, you do. Okay. Um, um, what you can actually tell is it looks like... Um, looks like he might have been blasted out. Okay. Um, you can see that um, the... It's a little bit hard to tell because it looks like the place was mostly tossed after he died. Yeah. Um, but there, there's almost, um, you can actually see it, it's up on the ceiling, there are cracks in it, like there was a, sh- uh, like a shockwave pattern. Okay, okay. Um, uh, and you would probably guess, um, that the killer either had something like a concussion beam, um, like clep over here, or maybe like a sonic blast power kind of thing. Some sort of blast power shunted this guy through the window and out. Exactly. Uh, and it would have probably taken a lot of force to Quite do that. Bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there was no signs of forced entry on the door. No. It. He was, Whoever killed him was he, let in. Yeah. He they, let them in and then something must have gone south and then poof, out the window. Let's find the thing. Right. Yes. Okay. So would my spatial awareness like uh, you can definitely trigger that. You can tell like the exact trajectory that he would have fought, that he would have flown from, and probable speed. Yep. Um, okay. yeah. It oh, would de- it would definitely back up uh, Will's supposition that it uh, was some kind of concussive blast power. Not like I said, either probably either concussive beam or sonic blast. Mm. Right. Uh, judging by the fact that there's no scorch marks, um, nobody saw bright flashes of light. Yeah, is there's there... no like ice around or anything. Uh, there's a hole in the window, but the whole window itself isn't shattered, so... I mean, it depends on the sonic blast, I yeah. suppose. Um, how how focused it is. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Um, okay, and they, so they, they toss the whole place. Yep. Uh, let's see here, and... Evidence collection, I gave that to Shane. I'm going to give the next one to Jesse on the evidence collection. Okay. Uh, do you want to spend any additional points on it, or do you just want to take what you get? I will take... I will use a point on it. You will use a point. Use okay. A point. Um, so while they're going through the main room, okay. uh, you kind of look around like the bedroom. Yeah. And what you turn up with your additional point yeah. um, is a picture frame has actually fallen down... Well, they were like... Uh, looting the place, well, not looting, but like tossing the place. A picture frame that was on the uh, bedside table uh, fell down behind the table. Okay. Uh, You pull it out. It looks like it's Dr. Dr. McDougal with a woman. She looks to be about the same age, uh, kind of mousy looking. It looks like they're actually at a convention. Um, 
she's wearing uh, like a big shirt plastered with um, I don't know I'm gonna call him like Blue Justice and he's uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he's like a celebrity vigilante character we're, oh, we're gonna okay. say he's kind of like the uh, the Edmonton version of Phoenix Jones except he actually has superpowers <laughs> and the police really really wish he'd stop but he hasn't technically broken the law oh, okay. <laughs> and he's a real person yeah, okay. like, like yeah. You, you guys have actually met this guy in the general sense of, please stop doing this. <laughs> There's no... And he's like, have I broken any laws? You're like, no. And he's like, well, then I'm going to keep, keep fighting for justice. <laughs> uh, and they, they both look very happy. They, they look very nerdy. Nice. All right, our people. Uh, <laughs> can I use my photography to, like, make a judgment on the composition of the shot? Uh, yeah, it looks like it was, um, yeah, you could definitely use your photography on this one. Um, it looks like it was probably a, uh, a digital camera shot that was then just, um, yeah, he just ran it off on his printer on uh, photo paper. Okay. Uh, but you, uh, you go through the frame, uh, you actually take it out of the frame and there is a time and date stamp and it looks like it was maybe like March of this year. Oh, it's the same year. Okay. Alright, so that's like four or five months ago. Yep, and I'm just going blood think. Ah, your trivia. The investigative skill trivia. Oh. So I'm going to give it to you. You know that there was a um, mate. So there's a, um, they're not a a movement. They're more of like a fan community in this world called muters. And muters are... um, Trying to figure out how to put this correctly. They're not fetishists, but they're they're mutant fans. And they, um, you run into them occasionally, and they basically hang around areas where, uh, around like uh, Helix Town, which is kind of like the the part of town where a lot of the local mutants live. Right. Uh, Keep in mind that it's 1% of the population of Edmonton is mutant. So we're talking about a, uh, several thousand people. Right. Um, and a lot of them just happened. It just, it came together kind of organically over time. Mutants living near other mutants. And uh, they, they they literally just have this Quaid diagram of all the powers. And they're like checking them off. And Gotta catch they, them all. <laughs> there is a Pokemon aspect to it, yes. Wow. And the mutant community is a little bit divided. Some people are like, well, you know, it, it's good that there are at least norms that don't that that okay. think we're okay? Yeah, they, yeah. they they are far cooler than groups like the um, the Neural Parody League, oh. which, which is your uh, your local human supremacist group. Oh, fantastic! Um, whose symbol is a caricatured mutant inside of a uh, red circle with a line through it. Oh, yes, it's basically the Ghostbusters logo. Uh. Well, nobody ever said that hate was creative. <laughs> no. Um, so basically, there's a the prince of humanity from X-Men. Yes. Uh, whereas other mutants uh, think that, once again, they're just like, they're fetishizing the uh, the otherness of mutants mm-hmm. and um, and treating you like, essentially like circus exhibits kind of thing. Maybe. So, I mean, the community's a bit divided, but these guys did have a major convention um, oh. earlier this year. That's what you kind of get through trivia. He's describing furries. <laughs> I don't know anything about furries, like, taking notes when they see animals in the wild, but... (laughs) 
bird watchers. But that's not. No, they they are like bird watchers, but they're treating mutants like Like, the birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they also tend to be just like mutant fans, so they'll um, they're often very supportive of any kind of like mutant pride movement. Yeah. Yeah. They are a fandom, diverse and complicated and a little uncomfortable. Yes, Mm. exactly. Mm, Okay. But so, would there be any people that are kind of against that group? Or Groups like most people. Well, yeah, you do, um, do you like are there masses, like are there you would that um, don't like them or yeah, do with, most um, them? um well you, the the neural parody league definitely doesn't like them. Yeah, the the neural parody league it, it will pretty much show up if there's a muter convention they will go Westboro Baptist Church on them. Yeah, you know, like God hates muties kind of yeah. signs. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. But like, do do most mutants accept them, or do no, it, it, the the community's divided on it? Oh, okay, okay, I see. Um, like I said, some mutants feel that it's um, that's like fetishizing the other. Other mutants think like, hey, it's good that like norms, you know, that they like having us around, kind of thing. Okay. Um, how... Keep in mind, like I said, you're you you are very much a minority population. Right. Yeah. How good is the data security on the computers in? This place because I've got data retrieval. Uh, and yeah. if he doesn't use a password, you have data retrieval too. Uh, well, if he's forgetful and puts his password on a sticky note or something, <laughs> right on the computer. Technically, we are allowed to access it if it's that easy to get. Um, yeah, you can probably guess. Uh, Oh fuck it! I'm gonna just say he has a sticky note posted on in on the inside uh, of his desk with his login professor. password. Yeah, yeah totally. Um. Yeah. Sure. Um. You're relatively sure it's the name of his cat. The cat is nowhere to be seen. I was going to say, where's the cat? The cat is nowhere to be seen. No. It's entirely possible the cat's hiding in like a hole in the wall or something at this point. (laughs) There are now some holes in the wall. Yeah. I hope the cat's okay. I don't want this to be a a serial series of cats getting murdered in our games. (laughs) You brought that up. Shane killed my cat. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I damn it. I will never live that day. No, you won't. Even beyond the day I die. <laughs> Written on your tombstone. God damn it, Shane, you killed my cat. I did not. Thankfully, it was only in game. Yes, um, thank you. This <laughs> is. So yeah, what do they, they got? Big fat fucking asterisk on that. Um. Moving on. A lot of uh, like medical related files that you know you should not read under any circumstances. And I shall not. But I will take note of their file names. Okay. Yep. Um, and is he, Windows he's Windows? got uh, port. Sorry. Is this Windows. Yeah, it's Windows. Okay. Cool. And the last time they were accessed. Yep. Um, he has like. Huge files of like type two mutant porn, where where it's like people who have like weird skin colors, weird eye colors, horns, that kind of thing. Um, Lots of just like uh, pictures you'd associate with like a muter's computer. Um, (laughs) I rhymed. Yeah, normal stuff. He's got like the muter, uh, like the mutant tracking app kind of thing going on the computer, where it's like he's like geocached all the locations of what powers he's seen. Oh, amazing. Uh, all right, um, groovy. Um, does he have like an address book, or I, I, I will just open Outlook and just see what's on it. <laughs> um, mostly work emails. Okay. Uh, looks like he was primarily using his Outlook address just for uh, work related stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so w- once again, it's you. You respect the privacy. I can. Absolutely. I, I love that I can make 
sweeping statements about your character, Will, because you're just so specific in this. <laughs> he is very specific. He's like, I open it, I see that he has emails, and then I close them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, same thing, bookmarks, browsing history. Exactly what you'd expect. Cool. Nothing telling. Nope. Okay. Um, if you're gonna have to check his actual phone for his uh, yeah, then we gotta contact record. the yeah. The phone uh, Cam. Yeah. Uh, what do I got for Cam here? I most talk to people. Yeah, most of your investigative traits are uh, are socially based. Yeah, but the guy's got neighbors. And that was my next step. It's good point. Cool. The guy across from the way I'm just going to bash on his door. Bang on his door. Yeah. It's, it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. Edmonton, weird place. <laughs> I'm awake. They can be awake. I'm awake. Every potential suspect can be awake. Well, you got to get them before they go to work, right? That's to true. be fair, there's no power in this game that lets you not need to sleep. That's a shame. Ooh. There are actually a lot of powers that aren't in this game. Well, well, I mean, there was that one power, but the only person who was using it Flew out a window and died. Cocaine joke. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, it, it's open by because keeping in mind this is Sunday morning. Yeah. Oh. Uh, by, it's supposed to be easy. It isn't. Yeah. By a uh, very bleary-eyed man in a bathrobe. What do you? What the hell are you banging on the door for? <laughs> I'm just gonna. Yeah, so you actually have a lot of interpersonal skills to work with. Um, what do you want to use? Do you want to use uh, reassurance, negotiation, intimidation, interrogation? Interrogation's pretty high. Might as well. You're just going to straight, straight up, up treat the witness as hostile? Yeah. Who needs the good cop? Let's just straight the bad cop. Okay, so... Um, so this happened at like 5 a.m.? Yeah. Were you awake at 5 a.m.? What? Oh! He cut. He cut. You can see him digging in for a second there. As it's like, okay, focus, focus, focus. Are you guys here about the noise complaint? Yeah. Oh. I feel like as lead detective, I should probably step in here. <laughs> you just kind of step. It's like you turn around at one point. You notice that Cam isn't in the room anymore, and then you just hear banging on a door. Like, oh my god, not again. I'm just like, oh. And I go at, I go out after him. I'm just kind of like shoving him aside. I'm just going, and I'm just looking at the guy. I'm sorry, sir. My name is Detective Floyd Moreau, and I show my badge. We're investigating, uh, we're investigating an incident, a, an incident that took place. Oh, that's a lot of you for a noise complaint. Yeah, yeah. I called you guys. He was like blasting his stereo at 4:30 in the fucking morning. Like, I I don't know what's wrong with these people. He plays, they play their music at all hours of the night. I've called the police so many times. This is the first time anyone's actually ever come over for it. All right. Uh, gonna be behind him, staring menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> You're the hostage negotiator, too. <laughs> not right now. This is not right now. I'm not negotiating. How do you negotiate with people? You're like, come out or we'll shoot you. Let the hostages go. We're going to kill you. Don't make me concussion blast you. <laughs> I got a guy here with a bazooka. Send the hostages out or it's not going to matter anymore. Oh, man. 
Apparently everybody on my team is freaking Murdoch. So does this guy know anything? No, that, well, that's what he's saying. There, there, there was a noise. Uh, well, he, uh, you're gonna you're, you're gonna have to keep talking to him about that. <laughs> he's currently seems to be under the impression you're here, but a noise complaint he filed against his paper. Did you hear anything other than noise? No, they they just turned on the stereo and just oh. It, it, it just across the hall, and he just kind of points towards the door that you came from. There's more than one person? Yeah, it's him and that weirdo girlfriend of his. Bum, bum, bum. Of course. <laughs> I, I, I didn't... Yeah. They... Oh, she... They, they just played all this music. This used to be a nice, quiet building. He moved in here, like, six months ago, and... It's like at least a couple times a month. There, it's got music going at all hours. Can I just level with him about why we're really here? You can. Uh, there's an absolutely no reason, not no reason you wouldn't level with him about why you're really here. Except like legally, we're not supposed to. Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, because it, none of this has been filed yet. Yeah. You can't be like uh, no so information has been released. No, you're you're allowed to say we're investigating a suspicious death. Oh yeah, you can say uh, suspicious death, but you can't say murder. Yeah. So like, there's okay. only so far you can level with him. Uh, yeah. Right. Right? Okay. An incident, a suspicious death. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can say incident to be generalized. You can say suspicious death if you want to be clear like, that somebody is, is dead. Yeah. It's a serious situation. Somebody's dead that we're looking into. But you can't say there's been a murder until you have definitively proven. You, you can't even say that there's been a murder when there's actually been a murder. You can only say you're investigating the possibility that there's been a murder. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's one of those things like we have this video and or foul play of this guy shooting this other guy in the back of the head and he said I did it for no reason <laughs> uh, and you can't say it's a murder and they can't he's say still a suspect a, anything but a suspect until he's been tried oh okay. right yeah so in short I can tell him that his neighbor's dead <laughs> you can in fact tell him his neighbor is dead yeah. okay alright uh, you have reassurance though yes Shane as one of your investigative skills I think I actually gave you like two levels of it yes you did you are a very reassuring individual. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, that's reassuring. So you just want to, do you want to calm him down and... Yeah, all right. Just kind of see what other information you can get out of him? Okay. So what you can piece together from what he tells you is that it sounds like Dr. McDougal moved into the building about six months ago, uh, at least a couple times a month, like loud noises, loud music in the middle of the night at like all hours um he doesn't know if uh he's met mcdougall's girlfriend once or twice the description he gives sounds like the picture that jesse found um he doesn't really know anything about her he just describes her as being weird and he he can't even really explain why he thinks she's weird it's just like he met her and she's weird some people are just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Happens. Looking around the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm expecting I'm Sam the myself. Eagle to burst in the yeah. door. You are all weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he called the cops. At, he's called the cops a couple times. Nobody's ever come out for it. And he called them in the like 4:30 in the morning. Um. And, can we get the audio from? Can I, can I retrieve the audio from that? Uh, you super loud. can, but not not necessarily right. You can. But you I can make a call. I'll put in the, the requisition for it. 
Yeah, and you you use his, you give them his phone number so that they can better trace the. Uh... Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, and not actually like all of his calls. Yep. Um, he gets really apologetic when you mention that his neighbor is dead. Uh, oh. it, it's just like, oh, oh my god, oh, oh, oh. Like, he, he immediate, like, oh crap, I've spoken ill of the, of the dead response. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, he talks for a little bit about about that. Um, And he just says, like, he, he you, you can piece it together that the noise probably was still going on at about 5 a.m. He says, sounds like they turned it off by about 5.30. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, did he ever see her? Uh, excuse me. Um, did you ever see uh, this uh, woman uh, come or go in a particular vehicle, maybe in a particular parking spot? Do you know if she had a vehicle of her own? He thinks she did, but she probably parked out on the street. Uh, the building doesn't have a lot of extra parking spots in, in its uh, like it has. Uh, it's the standard. It has four yeah. visitor parking spots. Exactly, and they're pretty much always taken up by somebody else or. Yeah. Or, you know, he, he pitches, like, the maintenance vehicles for the building kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Just check and see if there might be surveillance. Uh, so, do we know that she doesn't live with him? Do we know It that? sounds like she doesn't live with him. Okay, all right. Can... She's over every once in a while. He's only seen her a couple times. Okay. He's only actually spoken to her once. Hmm. Uh, okay. Mm. Um, does this building have... What does this building have for security features? Like, do they have surveillance cameras at the front doors? Yep. Um, and then I assume there's probably a side door that doesn't have surveillance that uh, is like directly to the stairwell to get up. Or, uh, or no, there, there'd be surveillance inside the stairwell as well. Oh, okay, Not right. like every floor of the stairwell. But like you know where people actually enter and exit the building. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's also um, because this is in the post uh, spontaneous mutation event world. Uh, there is a surveillance camera also on the uh, the rooftop entrance as well. Of course. Because people do fly. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> that makes sense. There could be a flyer in the building. Um, or maybe somebody's related to one. Now, keep in mind, you don't have a list. There's no government registry of mutants, except for those who have... Um, Section 18. Who have Section 18 powers. Right. Uh, Section 18 is the, uh, the bit of governmental oversight that regulates horrifically destructive powers or powers that are really useful in espionage, like being able to walk through walls or teleport or read minds or make yourself explode or create radiation <laughs> yeah. out of nothing. Ooh. The fun stuff, basically. The fun stuff. Um, he kind of looked at Will when he mentioned exploding in radiation. That's the first that power that wanted. Will wanted was to be able to explode. <laughs> I, it just, it I was like, like, no. That's okay. Well, part of the thing is that when you explode, you have to spend a period reconstituting yourself. Oh, it would be so much fun to play a pile of goo. Except you're not playing a... You were, you were literally just playing... Uh, you were essentially unconscious for a peri- for the period ah. that it takes you to reform. Uh. And it ranges from anywhere to an from an hour to a year, depending on how big you explode. Oh man! Wow! Wow! That was a good note. <laughs> yeah, I think it did you a favor there. Yeah, give me a song. I tried to I tried to avoid giving them useless powers. Mm-hmm. Cam almost got blood spray, which lets you vomit out blood on people. <laughs> it uh, it costs you health whenever you use it. <laughs> so okay, that's so. the information you guys have got right now. Okay. Um, you have found the crucial clue for the uh, for this specific part of the investigation. Yeah, it's definitely the, the picture, the date, yeah. um, more or less when this is happening. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to do from here? You want to go down to the morgue? Um, I, I want to see if we can get any surveillance from the landlord. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. You call. Uh. You you're going to talk to the super rather than the landlord in well, this yeah, case. Well, yeah. It's probably run by Boardwalk or something and. Uh, absolutely, it is absolutely is run by a by a property company. Oh, yeah. uh, 
So you um, you talk to the super, you flash your badges. Uh, he doesn't ask for a warrant, uh, to see a warrant to... Uh, nice. We didn't have to sit cam on him. Uh, he um, he actually <laughs> yeah, says, you know, you know uh, we, we got some noise complaints, but otherwise, you know, he's been a pretty good guy. You know, uh, I, I fixed his light one time. He gave me a beer for it, and... Hmm. Uh, well, uh, he 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 kind of was a party animal, though. You know, he, mm-hmm. he had a lot of people coming and going sometimes. Uh, did he? Um, would you? Uh, would you perhaps have uh, any footage of some of yep. those, those um, goings that you'd be willing to share? He doesn't look like he had any visitors uh, last night around that time. Hmm. Much earlier in the evening. No. Uh, he gets home from. Well, he does. Uh. Your video footage, you can see that he was at work that day. He gets home around 7, goes out again around 9 or 10, Yeah. comes in around 3 a.m. Mm. Oh. Came in alone. Yeah. And there's no, like, staticky breaks? Nope. No, like, so, skipping stuff? Nope. And he comes home at 3 a.m.? Yeah. So then maybe he It was... looks like he basically went out, maybe went out partying or something. Right. So maybe, so maybe he wasn't going to work when it happened, but he's coming back. Based on the Possibly, but either way, we don't yeah. have any. We don't have anything on video of her coming or going. So unless her mutant power uh, is um, teleporting, walking through walls, or not showing up on video. <laughs> uh, well, there, uh, there is one thing that would occur to you because you have anamorphology. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, could have been a flyer. She could be a flyer. Yeah. Mm, uh, uh, rooftop or uh, nope. But he does have that balcony. Mm. Uh, it would suggest that um, now. Here's where the Quaid diagram comes into assistance in the investigation. Yes. Because it says okay. all powers are related to other powers. And oh. you can tell that, for instance, if they were a teleporter, teleportation doesn't really link up um, with any assault-related powers. Except, like, at the very, like, very, very far end, maybe, like, Light Blast... But that's kind of pushing it. Yeah, that's not really what um, well, However, okay. judging by the um, what you found on the ceiling and the broken glass and the arc that he took, Flight, however, does connect to Sonic Blast. There we go. Okay. Uh, or at least is very closely related to it within two steps. That's cool. Uh, now, I will warn you... Are any of those steps a horrible mental defect? Nope. Okay. Uh, however... It does suggest that your perp may also have heat blast. Okay. Uh, uh, and the other related powers that I will note are strength and regeneration. Bully. Uh, you. Oh yeah, the the flight tree is kind of the best part of this game if you want to go for a certain type of character. Yeah, like classic capes. That's where we hang out. Yeah, except you get it's, uh, they deliberately put regeneration instead of armor. Yeah, well. armor armor connects to blade immunity and growing porcupine quills. <laughs> How did I miss that one? Uh, okay, uh, so with that in mind, we're all kind of rethinking our power sets now. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's still, like, "Man, we should have read the Quaid diagram way better." Yeah. I'm still super happy with my choice. I love the I love this part of the game. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's yeah, a deliberate design choice. By the uh, by, the writers and they they have essays on it in the book that it's specifically to add that scientific and analysis portion to the superpowers, 
where you can you can actually extrapolate based on one power that someone has shown whether or not uh, they might have other powers. And if two different powers are used at the scene of the crime, you can try and figure out if it's only one person or multiple, or, or multiple people. Oh my god, that's so cool. That is a genius mechanic. Uh, cool. Oh yeah, it's bloody beautiful. I'm also really glad I did. I gave Will anamorphology specifically for this reason. <laughs> but because you're the records guy. Yeah, of course. Um, he has a copy of this printed out. He's always got it on. It, actually, it's very likely that you pull out the Quaid chart. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the roll-up one that's laminated. Actually, in the hard. office, he probably has a Quaid chart that looks like uh, any that looks like um, a Beautiful Mind sort of thing. Yeah. Anytime. Oh. Like. Anytime you see like one of these conspiracy guys that always has like pictures all over the place, yeah. strings going well, in between them. Uh, no, you know what you have? You have a Quaid chart app on your phone. Oh yeah, perfect. Where you yes. where you pick through the first power, and then it shows you like all the related powers that uh, and with by like probability based on yes. demonstrated powers in the past. Oh, uh, and, like the Quaid Institute probably actually it's like an official Quaid Institute uh, app. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, cool. Anamorphological investigation. There is, in fact, an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So this is getting Richardson's brain thinking a bit. Uh, so he pulls out like a small, like, like Ziploc bag of like beautiful blanched sunflower seeds and gets out some like nice, like Teflon coated chopsticks and starts sort of one by one, sort of chewing on them and thinking. <laughs> oh my god! Because you don't want any of the oils yeah. of your or dirt from your finger to get onto them. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just sort of slowly just sort of thinking about it. Oh, and they're they're, they're mechanically opened? Yes. So, like, you don't even get anything on the seed pod? Exactly. <laughs> don't want to be chasing all those dirty caterpillar feet. Um, okay. <clears throat> At this point, I think we should investigate this convention they went to, see if we can find any more information about that. Um, perhaps uh, requisition his bank records just to see where he has been perhaps uh, actively purchased something uh, that could have been a cause of the, the dis- disagreement between them yeah. um, I, I, I'm very curious to find what uh, find the, uh, the identity of of course our suspect mm. um, perhaps put her face through uh, facial recognition software see if anything comes up yeah it also might be a good idea to see if we can find anything on the Blue Justice person, because his girlfriend's clearly shown to be a fan of that, so maybe there's some sort of, like, group cult or something that's going on. Some sort of vigilante group going on. <sighs> he really likes some um, bro hugs. <laughs> uh, so, where do you guys want to go first? Uh, Shane, you're a lead investigator on this one, so... I, I think we should file this evidence, uh, sir. Because uh, you can also just open up the scene. They, they've cordoned off the scene for you guys. You can let the um, the regular guys now go in. Uh, you've noted your specific points of evidence. Mm-hmm. And then they can go through and do the long they, They've still got the crime scene photographer to go in. Yeah. Right. Um, That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, keep in mind, you guys, will you go in and do all your evidence um, investigation and do some of your own evidence collection? You still do work in a larger police department. Yeah. Um, and you're detectives, so you don't have to do the actual crime scene cleanup and the crime For scene, sure. uh, the nitty gritty details yourselves. There's delegation. Right. They'll take, a, you'll get all the photos and everything, uh, later on. Yeah. But you get first access to these crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so do you want to go down to the morgue? Uh, yeah, we release the crime scene to the, uh, to the regular officers and we're going to head over to the morgue. Okay. Um. Uh, about the body. Yep. 
on road, I'll start the paperwork on the mm-hmm. car's laptop. Okay. Um, uh, you get told the coroner is, uh, he'll take a look at the body, but uh, he's in the, uh, he hasn't gotten to work yet. It's a Sunday. Yeah. It, you know, it's not the right, it's like the weekend coroner. Uh, There's the assistant there. He's not comfortable with a whole thing with our section. Yeah. So he, um, you know, he, he comes in late on weekends. So you guys might want to grab breakfast first. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, I could do this. I can do this. <laughs> do you have any bottled water? Not to say any. <laughs> Never. Is it Fiji, preferably. Do you have Fiji? I like how Fiji tastes. Yes, it's, it's actually from Artesian well. It's not a. It's Derek, like a, I took, Derek. I took a very close look, but I couldn't find it. Is OCD in fact on the Quaid diagram? Yeah, it's uh. So uh, on the Quaid diagram, in addition to powers, are um. Oh wait, I'm not actually sure. I thought OCD was. Um, I saw it. I saw it. I did personality and stuff. Like yeah, that. it's uh, there. There are flaws that you, no, actually, it's not. Um, okay. Autism is. Oh. Which it, yeah, and guess who's guess who's power path. Yeah, well, it's only if you take force field. Yeah. Uh, if you jump between so certain powers, and it's part of what the game encourages uh, both to discourage uh, trying to take really lengthy paths down the chart. If you go onto the Pelgrane Pl- uh, Press website, you can actually get a free uh, download of the Quaid chart, and it's brilliant. I absolutely love this thing. Yeah. Um, but you can get defects, and the defects also add to your character, and they range from stuff like adult-onset autism, which <coughs> starts off really minor, and in the end, the description is, if you get uh, st- to stage three on any of the flaws, uh, you have to forcibly retire your character, um, because they can't work, because they're incapable of being a cop anymore, yeah. and it's just like, you just move somewhere where there are no people, Yikes. because just the world is scary. The world is messed up and loud. It's too loud. Um, you can go blind, or you can get sudden explosive death syndrome, Yay. which, as noted in the previous episode, is exactly what it sounds like. I just like you were mentioning, uh, like having to move away from everybody, and it's just reminding me of like Looper. Yeah, if you remember that. Yeah. Uh, well, disassociation. It says you go and become a Buddhist monk. Oh, yeah. uh, hey, uh, some of them are really dark like um, depression the stage 3 is exactly what you think happens oh no uh, oh, and other some of, most of them you don't die from but you are functionally no longer able to become a cop uh, no longer able to be a cop and maybe no longer to have like a normal independent life uh, no you're generally no longer able to have a normal life mm-hmm. um I think it was the plasma deficiency one. You literally are just hooked up to a dialysis machine oh, all the time. Oh and it's like, oh. you're bedridden, you're conscious, you're lucid, but you ain't going anywhere. Oh. Prepare to be Morgan Freeman in that movie. Oh, man. Wow. Wait, yeah. Wait, there's a, there's, a move, there's a power for silky smooth voice? <laughs> The side effect. <laughs> it's a, it's, 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 this, this is like a type two power. Gotcha. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's voice is a mutant power. It just yeah. doesn't have any mechanics. Yeah, but also doesn't have any downsides. Exactly. Oh, yeah. get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> get busy dying get busy or dying. get cracking. Yeah. <laughs> we, do, we do have a, a body rapidly cooling. <laughs> yeah. So you go out for lunch. Uh, sorry, you go out for breakfast. There's a greasy spoon around the corner. It's basically just a cop shop at this point. 
alcohol swab down my seat. And <laughs> yep. They, they, they're used to it. We're regulars. <laughs> we're, we're regulars. We have a booth. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. Um, and you get a text, uh, Shane, after about an hour of just hanging out there, swilling coffee, shooting the shit. Um, fielding calls from a spouse or ex-spouse, potentially, about uh, when are you going to be home? When are you driving the kids to baseball practice? Oh. Um, and... Uh, you head back over to the morgue. The autopsy's done. And the coroner says, okay. So, uh, first of all, your Vic was human. Uh, he was a norm. No offense. Uh, second of all, he had ingested large quantities of cocaine within the last 24 hours. Probably within the last hour or two before his death. Um, well, the impact killed him. It looks like he was probably on the way to death. He um, had a lot of damage to uh, his inner ear and uh, and his rib cage uh, right before he impacted the van. So safe to say, sonic blast. Yeah, that's probably what I'd go with. Um, COD is definitely. Uh, well, look at him. And the guy looks like he hit a van moving at speed. Yeah. Downwards. Yeah. He splattered a little. Richardson is looking at him uh, through his the reflection and his phone turned off. <laughs> it's not even the selfie function. It's literally just a reflection. Yeah, because yeah. it, it's it, it's like I'm watching a video, but not quite as vivid. It can't be too HD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, cameras are too good nowadays. Yeah, no, as far as you're real. Um, um, has, has here's I... your Vic's personal effects. Uh, he points to a table. It's got keys, phone, wallet, um, uh, Saint Christopher medal. Um, no wedding ring, but he does have a class ring mm. uh, for, I don't know, U of T med school, we'll say. Great, we can. And, you know, pocket change, etc. Yeah, standard pocket bits. How much pocket right. change? Um, 250 in pocket change, but he had about 250 bucks in his wallet at the time of his oh. death. Oh, so not, not, not a money thing. Okay. <laughs> Um, incidentally, uh, in record, Jesse, is it a leather wallet? Wes asked about the money when we went through this situation yep. in the strange. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> I pick his pocket. I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? Uh, sorry. Yeah. Leather, leather wallet. Uh, leather wallet. He's broken in. Yep. Uh, AMA card, driver's license. I'm, I'm mostly looking for a spot where there had been a card that like the leather took the shape and is now absent. I want to make sure there's nothing taken out. Doesn't look like it. Um, it, uh, you know, Visa, uh, bank card, uh, health card. All the things you Well, the health card's been taken out at this point. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But makes sense. Um, um, has anyone... A couple business cards. A uh, couple of his business cards. Uh, business card business for... Yeah. What, what, what did I call it? Justice 2000 or something like that? It's mm. uh, Blue Justice's little vigilante group. Oh, oh gotcha. Right. Alright, well there we go. Yeah, we'll deal with him later. Um <laughs> <Deal with. laughs> has 
Has anyone uh, run a, an analysis on the cocaine? Uh, does anyone from Vice perhaps uh, identify who's dealing this particular mix? Ooh. I haven't had a d- uh, chance to send it down for a talk screen yet. Uh, Cam, though. Can I just taste it? <laughs> Cam has contacts in Vice. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with, let's see here, Cam, what you got. I might know the dealer just by tasting it. Uh, you have Streetwise. Yeah. Um, well, he doesn't have any cocaine on him. It's in his bloodstream. So actually, if someone's tasting it. It's going to be me. Yeah. Uh, can, can, can I have a, a small blood sample, please? Uh, 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 three milliliters, no, no more. Uh, he gives you a Q-tip. Thank you. Please look away. Uh, <laughs> it just like gets a little bit off of yeah, something yeah. convenient, and just a little dab on the tongue. And it just, <laughs> what's it been cut with? Um, this is actually relatively high quality cocaine. Ooh, um, cocaine. This is is doctor cocaine, but at the same time, it's not as high quality as he probably could have been getting on a doctor's salary. Yeah. Um, This is almost certainly uh, street cocaine. Uh, Let me just check what you got here, Will, to... uh, I do have chemistry. Oh, do you have chemistry? I have one in chemistry. Oh, I gave you chemistry. Yes, well, you then. Probably for that reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's almost like I remember what your powers were when I randomly put your uh, investigative <laughs> skill numbers down on the sheet. Um, I, I figured things like occult studies would never come in handy in the game I was planning to run, so I didn't give it to you. Nice. Uh, yep. Chemistry, you're pretty sure that this is... Um, cut with gypsum or something? It's actually cut with a little bit of meth. Whoa. Ooh, okay, so it's quite good, but also nasty. <laughs> oh yeah, though no, this this he he might have you you suspect this is probably something new that he would have tried because yeah, this was, this is one of those things that you take when you're uh, when you're starting to go deep into the addiction. Yeah, right. well, and nobody gives away free drugs, so this is like the special cocktail. <laughs> yeah, um, and you're able to um, get like a chemical analysis on it, uh, Cam. Yeah. You actually recognize this from your time with Vice. In the last couple years, uh, this mix has been hitting the streets. Um, They're not... uh, It's definitely being imported. It's not something being produced locally. Um, And they're calling it Flash. Um, Do I know any dealers who... Um, not offhand, but if you had, like, an hour or two to give a call to some of your vice buddies, you could probably, uh, get some names. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Richardson will then, uh, ask for a, like, like one of the kidney tray pans, and... <gasps> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up mainly sunflower seeds and Fiji water. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the impression that Richardson's actually probably this really, really super skinny guy. Yeah, he's, he's pretty real thin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, with enthusiasm, but like also kind of daintily vomits, uh, and then goes and disposes of it, and then puts the tray through the auto. Uh, as he's going, the the, cor- the assistant coroner looks at you. He's like, "Is this what I should expect working with you guys?" He makes it an art form. <laughs> <laughs> he's a 
fairly special case that got dealt a bad hand with his abilities. Oh, well, that sucks. Not gonna lie, I, uh, I'm glad I'm not you guys. <laughs> so that's pretty much what. Oh, um, so you got his phone as well. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely check his phone. Um, uh, he was on coke and a bit of meth. Um, he was probably sweating. Yep. How greasy were his fingers when he put in his co- uh, passcode? Does he have a pattern or a number? Uh, pattern. You Beautiful. Can, so we can yeah, leave yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, this isn't exactly illegal. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Trace the pattern. If anybody asked, there was no passcode when I opened up his phone. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. passcode's literally written Turn off the passcode, turn off the passcode of Greece. I accidentally <laughs> rubbed my finger on the screen. Um, <laughs> and he has like, uh, he has a uh, case similar to mine, so it's oh. just got that kind of wallet feature to it. Nice. Uh, and you actually, uh, yeah, inside the wallet, you actually find a little, little tiny bag of cocaine. It's mostly empty. Mostly. Mostly, mostly empty. Um, well, fingerprint it, obviously. It's going to come up maybe him, but... Uh, well, or is the, it the, the, Like, the, the moment... Well, the moment you see it, you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa, whoa. Good. Presumably you're also only I mean, holding have, the phone I with have, evidence gloves to begin with. But you're, yeah. you're like, yeah, okay, we got to... You kind of wave the corner over your leg. We, we got to make a note of this. Yeah. Um, so make a note. Uh, weigh it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, Proper chain of evidence into the bag. Yeah. Incidentally, uh, what was the concentration of cocaine in his blood? Uh, you'd guess that he was on cocaine within um, an hour or two of his death. Okay, well that's how much so he metabolized. Yeah, like. so he was pre- he was uh, coming down off of it. Okay, but I, I'm really curious as to how much he took versus how much is left. Did he share with our suspect? Um, he definitely shared some of this earlier in the night, but you you can't be sure whether it was with his uh, killer or he not. He may have shared with several people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's multiple doses missing from this wee baggie. Yeah. Then we dust it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you only get his fingerprints off of that it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm going to, like, Q-tip the inside of, like, the, the top bit. And then just, like, am I getting anything off of that? Uh, well, of the cocaine? Not the cocaine. Like, like it's in a little <laughs> oh Ziploc, right? Yeah. Uh, and so... Like the residue? Uh, I'm, I'm just checking because... Like oils? The, like, the... There's like the, the Ziploc part, and then there's the flaps above it. I want to see if there's any sort of residues that aren't it's, just it's, meth and cocaine. There's meth cocaine. There's flash okay. residue. It's just flash residue. Okay. Yeah. okay. This is a very different character who will not be engaging in recreational substances. <laughs> 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 Dr. Fritz, very different story. But this guy, no thank you. This guy's putting more drugs in his system than Dr. Fritz ever did. <laughs> we'll see how that, We'll see about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> The, um, the strange will be returning in time. In time. <laughs> once, once we figure out the logistics of telecommunicating it. Uh, anyways, what else on the phone? Yep. Yeah, uh, so the background image is a different picture of him and his girlfriend. Mm. Um, looks like they're standing at uh, outside some kind of music festival. Folk fest or something. Yeah. Cool. Looks okay. like it might actually be. It, you know what? It was folk fest. Totally folk fest. Gonna get that Edmonton content. Cool. <laughs> Um, <laughs> We've already put Fringe in. <laughs> yeah, gotta got plug them all. Festival City. Were yep. they brought to you by Tourism Edmonton? <laughs> Were they either wearing a blue justice shirt again or any memorabilia of that? Um, no, they're uh, they're they're wearing like folk fest t shirt uh, kind of things. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Um, 
Then, yeah, I guess we look at contacts. Who's frequently contacted? Who um, was texting him last? Who phoned him? Yep, yeah, let me just get her name. Yep. Um, her name is Mary Shriver, and he, he's been, like, half of his phone calls total, and, like, three-quarters of her te- of his text messages are to her. Nice. Um, and his text message history is, like, exactly what you'd expect, kind of, like, overly lovey-dovey, like, 40-year-olds kind of acting like swooning in their, uh, like, swooning teenagers with each other. It would be sweet, except for the murder. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, it's all very sweet and very innocent sounding. It's, it looks like they've uh, they they've been dating for a couple of years. At, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so then, yeah, what's the most recent sort of text exchanges? Um, and like he's on Facebook or whatever. Whatever messages. It, it looks like they've uh, they saw each other like a day or two ago. Okay. Uh, and he just texts her. He's like, he's just like you know working late. Um, you know, working late, uh, dinner Monday kind of thing. The phone has her address? Yep. Ooh, okay. the, the phone has her address. It has like a hundred different pictures of the two of them. and Yeah, pictures of her house and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, it's like pictures of them at Folk Fest, pictures of them at MuterCon, pictures of them like an, on Elk Island, pictures of them uh, at Harrison Hot Springs, that kind of thing. Gotcha. They've done years of whatever together. Um... And it's like, these look like they're more like samples of larger sets of photos. And like, this is like the best two pictures of us at Harrison. And yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Uh, does this have, um, I, I guess check the search history on the phone. See if that's different than what was on his computer. Um, mm, mostly the same. Um, he has a, um, you can actually look at like his Twitter follow, uh, who he follows on Twitter and stuff. Uh, it's mostly uh, a mix of medical-related stuff, uh, muter community stuff, and uh, like local vigilante stuff. Okay. Uh, and it looks like uh, you you could actually go into. He has like a muter tracking app, which is like yeah. muter uh, the one on the phone. And it looks like he was actually just kind of following like Blue Justice's group around, and okay. Uh, okay. might might have been like sort of like groupie slash stalker sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so all signs are kind of pointing to her place in Blue Justice at this point. Nothing so showing she has powers, though? The, the dealer. Nope. As okay. far as you can tell, she does not have powers. Um, it's not um, a thing. Oh. Uh, her name is Mary Shriver. Yep. Uh, I took note of the names of those medical files. Nope. No medical files no Mary for her. Shriver? Nope. Great. Okay. He's not dating one of his patients. Great. Uh, also, Blue Justice. Uh, what is his power profile? Can he, like, uh, assume... Blue Justice's power profile? Let me just... Find it on here so Just I can. Know the guy. Yeah, I I, I remember. Uh, no, nope. he has um, lightning bolts and uh, Ooh, like cool. super uh, fast reflexes. That's pretty rad, actually. Okay. And he can do like hundred push-ups. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I I heard somebody saw Blue Justice uh, without a shirt on, and that you know Blue Justice has an eight pack. The Blue Justice is shredded. Great. <laughs> 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 um, but no, he, he he has like um the best way I'd put it, he he has sort of like the closest this game gets to like Cole McGrath like lightning power kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh cool. Um he's recorded as, you know, running at like uh sixty kilometers an hour and fi- she can shoot lightning bolts out of his hands and 
trying to remember if that and uh, oh yeah and, and he can he has high energy dispersal mm. uh well, he, he's he actually just he can like take energy and disperse it yeah like if um so if he touches a hot if, pot he can make the room warm and not burn himself. no he can um if he touch uh if he touched a hot pot he could just remove all the uh the extra energy from it and make it a cool pot again Okay, but like, um, he doesn't have to put that energy somewhere else. No, it just okay. disperses. Um, it's exactly the same thing that Jesse can do with kinetic energy. Yeah, oh, he can do they're like their adjacent powers. Cool. Yeah, cool. they are. If um, if I'd wanted to spend more points on Jesse's abilities and lower them a bit, I could have given him high energy uh, dispersal instead. Yeah. Um, basically, what it means is if he went up with, against someone with like a flame power or lightning power, he's he, just like nope. Yeah, he could just nope them. Uh, <laughs> Jesse's power, however, is only dis- uh, is only defeated by kinetic energy dispersal. Which is only punches me. I can just stop yeah. it. So I think our investigate once again, you guys have found uh, the crucial clues. So I'm going to end today's section of the investigation. And you, uh, I think, a larger portion of this crime is now forming. And I need to rework my plot a little bit because I think I wrote too much for uh, four hours. Uh, This is quickly turning more into an episode of Law and Order and less into Lethal Weapon. Uh, So, uh, I've been your GM for this evening. Uh, I'm Derek the Bard from Taste the Muse. And to my left... Well, Cameron... We're going to fade out on this episode of Mutant City Blues. Come back next week and see where this murder investigation takes us. Seeing you. The Terrible Warriors comes out every Monday and Thursday. And on Monday, we return to Steve Saylor's Matrix campaign with Matrix Extraction as the crew of the Athens try to uncover the mystery surrounding the demise of one of their own. And Mutant City Blues will return in one week's time again on Thursday with today's Terrible Warriors, Derek Burrow, Shane Fitzgerald, Cameron Dunn, Will Mitchell, and Jesse Krapakovich. Mutant City Blues by Robin D. Laws and Pelgrane Press. Music by Kevin McLeod. Artwork by Steve Saylor. And audio production by Justin Eacock. And you can support the Terrible Warriors now by visiting us at TerribleWarriors.com and clicking on the Patreon button or by going to Patreon.com slash TerribleWarriors. Follow us on Twitter at DiceWarriors. Let us know how we're doing. Ravenloft is recording soon. That's going to be exciting. And the Ghostbusters will return in two weeks' time. We're doing that whole alternating thing back and forth. And if you want to know what games are coming out when, the easiest way is at TerribleWarriors.com by clicking on the Schedules button. And until next time, thank you for listening to the Terrible Warriors. 